Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Coming up on TMS, Mad Kim, Fury Road. Dandy, where's my car? We mixed Darren's and dudes. Beware of the late ding-dong. I just saved 15% on my insecurance. I wish all squatting domains looked this good. LasVegas.com for all your toiletry needs. I don't like eating bees. <laughs> a big fish and a dildo walk into a fascinations. The green screen place. Would you eat a dong fish? If you spend $35 million on a forwarding URL, you have too much money. CVS Convenience Casino. Wedged into a goo hole. Making and shaking with Bill. Human trafficking with Bobby and more on this episode of Beep Beep The Morning Stream. It's like that line in Shawshank Redemption. Get rich or die trying. I drink my urine every morning. Oh, Hank. The Morning Stream. A little dabble, do ya? Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It's The Morning Stream for, what is it, uh, Tuesday, June 21st, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson. It's uh, Brian Ibbett over there. Hi, Brian. Hello. Hello. Lost track of time there for a second. Forget what ta- what freaking day it is. Dude, it feels like it's been forever, right? Because we had a day off and, and uh, um, you know, we had a Sunday a, couple, a week ago where we did a film sack on a Sunday, which kind of helped, you know, break things up. But yeah. no, we had two days, two days where we didn't talk, Scott. It's I know, crazy. I don't understand. Two days where we don't it's talk. been a long time since that's been true, yeah. right? I think yeah. maybe when you went to uh, when you went to Ireland. There was maybe a couple of days yeah, there we didn't yeah, talk. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Hey, uh, does that that clip of uh, Noho Hang that yeah. uh, you played there? Yeah. Does that mean you're you're you finished the uh, most recent season of Barry? I'm in the uh, most recent season of Barry. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's right. uh, I I was I, that show, show I've always been caught up uh, caught up on week to week when it was out the first two mm-hmm. seasons every episode I was I was on, um, but this one I got behind. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to let it pile up. It's not long. Uh, these seasons are over before you know it, and so yeah, I'm in the middle of it. I'm probably season cool. or episode three, maybe four. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember where where in the season he said that, but get ready for an incredible episode. Um, where I don't, I'm trying to think if this is considered a spoiler. I don't think it's considered a spoiler. Okay, I trust where you. Bill Hader delivers an incredible acting performance. Without uttering a single word. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, I'm in. Is that the finale or is something something in the middle? It's something, something in the middle. Um, and um, 
I like telling you this because it's something I wish I would have known before I watched that episode so I could fully appreciate it. But it wasn't until afterwards that somebody pointed it out. I'm like, oh, no kidding. He didn't say a single word that episode. But, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I'm, that sounds great to me. I don't mind spoilers anyway, but I don't think that's one. Yeah. I think that's, that's definitely not a spoiler. Yeah. No, there's no story elements given away. It is, it is basically just a, hey, be sure to check out the incredible job by... Yeah. The always amazing Bill Hader. Yeah, Bill Hader's amazing. I already liked him, but this show just makes me go, man, he's got so much more to give. He's so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah he um, is. You see the uh, production set? <clears throat> Furiosa images? <laughs> I don't know if you I saw these. No, no. Okay, well, I'm going to share them here with you and the okay. world. All right, because please do. Why wouldn't I? Hold on a let's second. Just, let's just rip off that uh, <coughs> zero days uh, without a Fury Road reference. Yeah, guaranteed to have happened. Let's see here. Why can't I find I imagine it? You, you completed uh, Framed yesterday without any problem. Yeah, Framed first frame. Uh, got it right yeah. away. And uh, I, no When people started saying, oh, make sure Scott does Frame today, Brian, like telling me to tell you, like, uh, like, oh, okay, I'll mention it to him in our meeting this morning yeah our, our important, uh, very important meme we, meeting we have every, before every episode that we do every time exactly yeah. and uh uh i as soon as somebody said that i'm like oh well i think i can probably guess it without seeing frame one is there a way i can guess on frame zero now yeah yeah exactly now there's some question here i'm looking at him oh i haven't sent you the link um, yeah send me the link let me do that real fast send link please so um indulge me at home everybody i know it's you're sick of my mad max stuff i know but uh <laughs> from what i can tell this one image that i linked to you first there's four images total uh-huh, see um, that, yeah. this is just a production shot there's some you know guys out front here you can tell sure. they're working on the set and stuff but back there behind the wall looks like if it's not furiosa <laughs> it's somebody like her with the with the head color you know the, oh, the grease yeah, head right the uh right very much like the Charlize theron yeah and it's Black not her, as far as we know, because she keeps saying she's not in it. But I've learned to not always believe that. Sometimes secrets are right. best best kept by lying to everybody and telling well, you you're not in it. You thing. know, it's possible that the story is bookended by her, by Charlize, going, let me tell you about the time that I first encountered, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly. So this is entirely possible. Now, what's interesting is, I don't know if anyone else is noticing this in the chat room or Brian, but um, there is a lot of green in this uh, place and oh, yeah. in the movie they refer yeah. to the green place all the time so oh, sure I, I have a feeling this is what that is i see a bunch of ladies on motorcycles which tells me those are the many mothers or at least they're part of that whole thing so there's a bunch of lore coming together in my head that uh, i have no basis for other than just quick visuals here but i'm so excited i can barely freaking stand it Oh, I can't. That third picture, I can't wait to find out which character drives the uh, white Nissan Sentra. Right? Exactly. Uh, yeah, that's going to be great. By the way, I love one of the first comments on that third image. Yeah. Uh, or maybe it's, I guess it's all these. It is, it's the first comment on all these where, he, where is Mad Max? Yeah. Where is Mad Max? Where is Mad Max? Like, it's all one word. Where's Mad Max? Yeah. Where is it? Where is Boo Boo? No Boo Boo. No, what's his, I forget what he says. Sometimes. He didn't even bother to, to, you know, read the tweet. Yeah. About it being Furious or anything like that. Where's Mad Max? Yeah, where is he? Where's Mad Max? <laughs> anyway, uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, I retweeted it, so if you want to see what I'm talking about, everybody at home listening, you can go see that yeah. on my Twitter feed. It's Scott Johnson. And uh, I'm very excited. Can't stand uh, waiting, but I'll have to wait. Cool. You will have to wait. We will all have to wait. Uh, Runtfish sent me something I thought would be very shareable on the show, so thank you, oh, Runtfish, okay. for oh. this. Not okay. only uh, a very nice person, but one of my favorite nicknames on the internet, Runtfish. Runtfish. Great name. Yeah. Sounds like a, either this like an... Oh, go ahead. 
This isn't tied to a game we're going to play, right? I can open that link. <laughs> yeah, you can totally click it. You're totally okay, fine. Okay, good. All right. Uh, 10 most expensive domain names ever sold. This list surprised me. So you always think about, well, I'm sitting on these domains. Some of them I think are pretty good. Right. You know, maybe I'll make right. some money off one of these one day. Oh, you'll never make it in this level. Okay, so FB.com, <laughs> formerly the Farm Bureau Federation domain, uh-huh. purchased by Facebook. Because FB, right? May Facebook. Right, of course, yeah. 8.5 million. That's a number 10. So we're starting wow, lowest we're starting level. with 8.5 million. 8.5 million. Toledo. We're going to work our way up. We're going to almost double that with number nine. Insecure.com. Nope, just insure. Did I? How did I read insecure there? Hold on. Uh, oh, paging Dr. Freud. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Okay, well, that's insure. You're right. Like insurance. <laughs> not insure like the weird drink not, my not grandma insecurance. Yeah, I'm not insecurance. Buy some insecurance. Yeah, you need to, It's not legal if you don't have car insecurance. Anyway, $16 million, uh, wow. So they doubled the price there. 360.com, 360.com, belonged to a UK uh, Vodafone group before the Chinese based Quiho360 bought it for $17 million. Jeez, I would have thought Xbox, right? I would have thought Microsoft might have bought that. And, and yeah, like uh, back in the day or something. But back in the day, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, this is a Chinese company. Internet dot com, uh, eighteen million, a couple of million more. Uh, let's see, they sold this for two thousand and nine. Company made a successful domain investment and helped fund its effort to improve the business value, whatever that means. Who and so- the sad thing is, they bought it and. Um, it's now back available for sale. Is so, it? yeah. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, <gasps> it is. Yeah. Internet.com. How much, though? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's going to go down from 18 million. It's like, oh, somebody else is going to say, well, freak. Internet.com. Yeah, I'm totally buying that. Yeah. It's uh, this is pretty nutty. Look at it. Their website has a cool uh, float your mouse around and make the background. Move. Oh, really? Yeah. It's kind of cool. I wish all squatting pages looked like this. <laughs> anyway, so there's that. Uh, what else we got here? Okay, yeah, check this out. Voice.com. Uh, a cryptocurrency company <laughs> bought this before the bottom fell out, I guess. Oops. Uh, for $30 million. $30 million. Jeez. For an American software company, MicroStrategy, in 2019. Uh, at first, the offer of the domain was just a mere one hundred and fifty thousand, but I guess there was a bunch of comp- competition there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thirty million—that's a lot of money for Voice Talk. That is for Voice dot com. Good yeah. lord! And again, like you know, micro strategy. Uh, <laughs> yep. And you'll notice, by the way, we're now going to head into the top five. You're going to notice that we're heading into luxury territory. Like we are definitely uh, playing sure. with the, the 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 big the big boys with the big pockets because it's all shit from yeah. here on out. So here you go. <laughs> privatejet.com privatejet.com uh, was sold for 30.1 million and this is where you start getting into the point whatever's because you you know that's how these things go right, right. Um, the website aimed to provide 24/7 in-depth coverage of luxury lifestyles pass privatejet.com <laughs> yeah big pass for me yeah. here's another one vacationrentals.com 35 million good lord that's a lot no kidding. And it's, so that one is that, okay, that redirects. So Verbo bought that one, which, you know, vacation rentals could just be as simple as an Airbnb right. or Verbo, for right. example. It doesn't have right. to be like a, I'm going to rent a big mansion for my Fire Island uh, yep. festival. Exactly. 
But the thing here is, if you're going to spend that kind of money on a domain like that, and all you yeah. do is forward yeah. it, same with FB.com, right? I think you make too much money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, that's just so. that's yeah. ridiculous. You're going to spend thirty five yeah. million dollars on a on a URL that you never plan to use at all. It's just only going to be a, a forwarding URL. Like yeah. I'm sure they have numbers that say, well, enough people use that link that we make. You know that we're, we it was more than justified, but. Gosh dang, dude! I don't know. Does it do do enough people search for vacation rentals that wouldn't search for you know that their that their regular SEO for the two words vacation rentals wouldn't do for them anyway? I hundred percent agree, and I think it's ridiculous. This means you have it too is. much money, is what it means. Yeah, it does. Insurance dot com. So okay. the full in, insurance insurgents. Just kidding. It's insurance. Thirty five point six million. Uh, this was, let's see, aside from automotive insurance, company also provides comparison services for home life and health insurance. Again, wow. if the insurance company, if insurance companies make, if they can buy domains for that, that's too much. And that means we're paying them too much money. Insurance is a scam. <laughs> right. Exactly. We're going to have to up your rates because we bought a domain. Yep. We bought insurance.com. Yep. So uh, your rates are going to have to go up. And here we go. By into, the way, you know, Lynn go Street, by the way, is this this company that owns so many, like four or five of these that... Um, oh, Quinn Street. Yeah. It feels like their Quinn whole Street. business model was to buy buy domains when they were cheap and no one had them. Hold on to them. No, I think I think they're the ones that are buying that are spending the money. Quinn Street, like if you look at insurance.com, Quinn Street bought that for thirty five point six million. Oh, I see. So, so how they're they... the ones actually buying these. Let's see a strategy so, to take over prominent insurance related domains. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So it's almost like they are like they're buying it to sell them as a big cluster to like Allstate or Progressive or Geico or something like that. You know? a, what a skeevy business. I it don't is. like it. I don't it like is. it. It's not skeevy. It's skeevy. All right. How about this one? Carinsurance.com. <laughs> 49.7 million. Again, the Quinn Street owned domain things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Number one is my favorite because yeah. it's, it reminded me of you, partly why yep. I wanted to share this list. Gosh. Can't imagine why. Vegas.com. Yes. Lasvegas.com. I'm sorry. Lasvegas.com went for $90 million. Wow. Oh my. Comprehensive domain pricing estimates that Vegas LasVegas.com is bought at the cumulative price of ninety million. Vegas.com LLC, the buyer, signed a contract to pay for the exclusive domain ownership under this scheme. Initial one time payment of twelve million in oh five, eighty three thousand dollars monthly for thirty six months. That's a hell of a monthly payment. That is very then one hundred and twenty five K for the next sixty months and two hundred and eight thousand dollars <laughs> monthly for the next thirty six. That's their payment Jeez. plan. So three years, five years, uh, three years. So eleven years of payments. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. You know, and that one is a that one's a defensive play. You look at that and say, okay, because it's bought. It was bought by Vegas.com. So if you own, if you're the company that owns Vegas.com, and you're basically, you know, the the. I think it's like the tourism board of Las Vegas. Is that who owns it? One okay. of the worst things somebody could do is slip under and get lasvegas.com and start pointing to their own hotel deals or airfare deals or oh, whatever. Oh, I see. <laughs> yep. And just swipe them right up. You're right. Swipe them right up from under, underneath you. Yeah. I'm looking at it right here. It just gives you some price guarantees. It's actually kind of broken. Their image their image carousel is not working. Oh, no. On Vegas. Or Las Las Vegas.com. Vegas. 
This just tells me people have too much slushy money just just to throw away. You know what I mean? The other can I tell you the other thing that I really like about this? I mean, this is where somebody with some Photoshop skills, the the tiniest of Photoshop skills, would come in handy. You go to LasVegas.com and yeah. you see that big, I would say muted, a, a poorly muted colorized version of the um, the West Side of the Las Vegas Strip, right? Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, that's the East Side. Yeah, you're looking be... at the. East. You're looking at the east side of the right because on the other side because that's the whatever you call it over there. The that's Paris, Paris and the Valleys yeah. and the Cromwell and all that stuff. And the now, CVS. Sorry, go ahead. That's what I was going to point out. Exactly. <laughs> Look how prominent freaking CVS is in the middle of that. Like you want to show off, ooh, hotels and glitz and glamour and fountains and yep. and all this stuff going on. Like they captured this perfect moment that the fountains were shooting up there, yep. but also something shooting up over at uh, the corner of Caesars yep. and uh, the high roller wheel on the background everything yep, looks great and then cvs yep and cvs is just right there for all of your toiletry needs if they didn't if they didn't make a deal and say uh five million dollars or we blur that out or replace it with walgreens we photoshop that out then you effed up there you done effed up exactly yeah yes. i agree well uh I, you know i don't i'm just gonna say it and i'll say it proud i think 90 million is too much to spend for anything let alone a freaking damn I agree. domain i agree i mean yeah i get it with yeah. the the but somebody made a beautiful payday that day yeah they did all right i think yeah uh all right I also have a little bit of a clearinghouse problem today. We got to get rid of some short emails that we've been piling okay. up for a while. Do you have some? Do you have some short email answering music? No, but I have this. Send we'll and receive email. I have that. Good enough. Yeah. Good enough. Good enough. Or this. In the news is no, not that. I can't nope. find it. I had a That's fart news. sound. I was going to play, and I can't find it. So here's all those emails. These have been piling up for a while. We got one from Darren. Uh, this is uh, his short email. Hey Scott and Brian, you say dude a lot. Why do you say dude so much? Signed, Darren. <laughs> I don't know if he means both of us. I assume so. Because I say dude he a lot. He probably means, but I say dude a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude. Come I feel on. like dude yeah. was, dude is a word that's been around forever. You could go back yeah. all the way to probably, I don't know, 1700s or something for dude. Right. But right. it's prominence dude in my life happened in the- something totally different <laughs> Sam Elliott. Exactly. He's talking about the dude. The dude abides. But if you go back to high school- junior high and high school for me it was planted in me permanently it was just yeah. part of the vernacular of the time that's what we said dude with everything yeah and i yeah. just don't know how you take it out of us it's just in us right no it totally is exactly and uh you look at the the fine work by the comedian david spade who explained that dude uh, covers so many different instances, different ways of saying it, and different meanings depending on how you say it. So, and there's even a, a, even a card game based on it. Come on now. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, I was well, wrong about so the... for the rest of today. Instead of dude, we're going to replace it with Darren. There so you go. We, 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 oh, Darren. Yep. <laughs> and by the way, I like that. Oh, D- Darren. Darren. I'd have to really get used to it. Um, what up, Darren? I was wrong about the timing. Dude is an American slang for an individual, typically male, from 1870s to the 1860s, oh, or 1960s. Okay. Uh, dude primarily meant a male person who dressed in extremely fashionable manners or a dandy. So this word, according to this chronology, replaced dandy. Dandy? So, That's yeah. interesting. So guy was like, you know, a fancy coat and a top hat and a cane. We would have called a dude in in the 1870s. 
someone comes to town, right? Break comes it yeah. comes into your small backwater freaking uh, Arizona town, and he's all <laughs> dressed to the nines like he's from New York or somewhere back east, and everybody would go, "Oh, look at that dandy!" Or look they began to say, "Look at that dude." That's what they'd say. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's so much better than a dude ranch. Sounds so much better than a dandy ranch. Yeah, yeah. I do. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go hang out at the dandy ranch. <laughs> My favorite listing here is uses in film. In the Big Lebowski, Jeff Bridges is known as the Dude. The 2000 film Dude, Where's My Car? uses the word in the title. Really? Does it? Does it, it have it in the title? on the back of Sean William Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how's he doing? Is he okay? I'm sure he's fine. I'm yeah. sure, uh, you know, he, he he put in some time in the, uh, the, the two, 2000s and... Uh, he had a dr- there was a drug moment there for him. I hope, I hope oh, that's all was there over. was there like a I think like so. a rehabby kind of deal. Let's see. He described himself as a private guy, victorious. Okay, pose. There was something, <laughs> something I read back in the day was like the heady days of Stifler are over. Sean William Scott really? checks himself okay. into rehab. I mean, you know, whatever. It's Hollywood. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody he did that. make a cameo in 2018 in the sequel to Super Troopers. Oh, Lord. Uh, also How- appeared as Crash in Ice Age Collision Course. How did I miss it? How did I not yeah. get that on my schedule? Oh, I guess he's played uh, Crash in a couple of the uh, the Ice Age movies. Oh, yeah, and that Has Lethal Weapon show. I forgot about that. He was. Oh, the- that's right. He came in and, and uh, replaced... Uh, other yeah. cri- maybe I'm thinking of that guy's the one. Maybe that you're thinking of that guy because that guy, right, was was problems. He was a poo poo. That guy. Yeah, yeah. We don't like him. He's also in the brand new series Welcome to Flatch, which um, uh, just premiered. Oh, I guess premiered a couple months ago. But I keep seeing ads for it, and it's like I think I might want to watch that. It Welcome might be to funny. Flatch. It's a comedy. It's a uh, document mockumentary about Flatch, Ohio. Documentary film and- grows a group of young adults. Their con- their current concerns in their small town. Crew focuses on their daily lives of cousins Kelly and Shrub Mallet <laughs> and their know, idiosyncratic yeah. surroundings. Interesting. Oh my gosh. It's, uh, so, wait, does Stifler play somebody's dad? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. We've come so far. We really have. That's right. The, the first uh, few episodes were directed by Paul Feig. So, it's like, okay, that's that's kind of where that's where the, uh, the, the, the comedy direction of this thing is. Uh, Paul Feig. Oh, Bridesmaids and stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah. Paul, uh, bridesmaids, the Ghostbusters, uh, the bad one. Uh, answer the call. Yeah, that was a- <laughs> I would say Ghostbusters Two was the bad one. I thought Answer the Call was adequate. It's better than two. That's for better sure. than two. Two's yeah. bad. Two's straight up. Two's a piece bad. Of garbage. Two's bad. You've got some great moments and some very quotable lines from uh, Peter McNichol, but uh, other than that, still haven't seen uh, that new one. I should. I should watch it. Just haven't. Oh, you really haven't? Oh, mm-hmm. wow. I haven't gotten around to it. Where is that? Probably streaming. Probably. I mean, Darren. Darren, Darren come Darren. on. Come on, Darren. Darren, you need to watch that. Oh, Darren. <laughs> doesn't work as well, does it? It's hard. It really doesn't, no, because it really, it you can't, the, the dude is just so general. And even though you're trying to replace it and make Darren feel general, it still feels like you're, you're talking to that one guy who emailed. Yeah, plus I know a guy named Darren. Uh, here locally, a friend of mine, and I, I'm worried that I would say, oh, Darren, Darren. Like, I'd mix Darrens and dudes. Yeah. Nobody yeah. wants to mix Darrens and dudes. Here's one from uh, Kinderspace who says, hey, Scuttle and Brisk. Uh, okay. What would you do if you ate a bee? Thanks for the show. Well, it depends. It, it ate it, like swallowed it, or it flew into my mouth? Let's say one. Okay, we'll go. T- we'll do a two-parter here. 
the B, you're you're at a picnic. You're on your whatever. You're hanging out with Dave, crazy neighbor. You're sure. looking at his cool new, sure. you know, on up above ground pool, and uh, uh-huh. and uh, and you're going, yeah, that's pretty cool, right? And right as you say it, and then you breathe, you laugh, and then you breathe <laughs> in to capture some air. In comes a big uh-huh. fat old bee, and we'll listen, we'll not say it's like a hornet or something. Because hornets are okay. dicks, and they'll sting you whether you want to or oh, not. Oh yeah, that'll be you know, like the stinging inside your throat as it's going as it's yeah, going down. That's your, a nightmare. Now the esophagus. bee, the bee would certainly be capable of the stinging. Yeah. It's just less likely because a hornet's a dick. So what? So so what would you do if, uh, if first of all it flew in your mouth? What's the first thing you try to do? Drink a something like the closest alcoholic drink that I can to to both drown it and. Uh, Drunken it, uh, <laughs> drunken it, exactly. Like, like I want to. Inebriate I want to. Uh, what's the word? Like, I want to not cauterize. There's a word I'm looking for here. Uh, Sedate. Uh, sedate. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Right. No, that's I cool. Then it would calm it down, so it's not going to sting. Now, what? Okay. Then, and also potentially with that liquid in your mouth, you could like slosh it around and blow the bee out of there. He's done. Right. Right. Oh, sure. Right. So you're saying this is still in my mouth. Still in your mouth. You got bee mouth right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then anesthetize. Maybe that's it. Uh, In any case, slash around, spit the bee out. No problem. Okay. Now, let's say the bee. If I can spit it out prior to the alcohol, then that's what I'm doing. But what this now we're saying now. Now, what about this, though? Here's let's make a twist. You were breathing in when it came in there and it breathed it all the way down into your one of your lungs. It's like in your lung oh, now. Geez. So you got uh, bee, you got B lung. What are you gonna do? Uh, because that's not like that's that's he he can fly around in there. Yeah, he's something. got mobility. Yeah. sure, he can crawl, and, fly, whatever. And he's gonna cause some. He's gonna uh, inflict some mayhem. Well, <laughs> that he's gonna panic for sure, right? Yeah, because he's right. in this wet, arid nightmare of a. I mean, those you know, organ. I know that they can obviously they have a stinger. They have one stinger, and if they sting you, then it it causes them to die but they can still bite right uh oh i don't know can they can they bite i don't know if bees can bite never actually yeah, uh, heard whether they can bite i assume they could probably Hold bite. On, bobby says fly around in your lung what the heck do you think your lungs are balloons <laughs> i mean there's they hold air they're they're large enough yeah I mean, he's not going to be like, but he's going to have some room, right? Yeah, he's going to go. Bluh, 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 bluh. You get the the villi inside the uh, uh, inside your lungs, the little fingers, but uh, uh, there's some room for them to fly, aren't there? Yeah, he'll do some stop and start and kind of you yeah. know bumping around a little bit. But even if he gets all wedged into a little bit of a, a goo hole or whatever, oh, yeah, then then what though? Do you let it yeah, die yeah. and absorb it? Do you worry about infection because now there's a dead bee I carcass? Oh, okay, pretty like a dense sponge. Okay, so J.C. Calhoun and and Bobby are saying no lungs are more like. It. So I've been I've been looking uh, like all those commercials, those TV commercials that show the cutaway of a dude who can finally breathe using Afrin or or something like that. Yeah, who like has his head turned and he's going. <gasps> yep, and they show his lungs. They're showing his lungs like freaking balloons. Yeah, they're like balloons. They've we again they like dude like dude the word yeah, uh, the eighties implanted TV. into us we have no idea what anatomy looks like on the inside because all the commercials were just the side view of that guy going <laughs> right and his fake lungs simply squared he's saying this is like the episode of Rugrats where they thought watermelon seeds would grow in their belly um not quite <laughs> I'm not Thank saying more bees squared. would come out yeah it doesn't mean more bees will be there. I'm just saying, let's say the bee got into this dense, spongy material that is your lungs. Okay. 
and he's in there, (laughs) and he dies from, he stings you, and maybe you don't even feel it, because who knows how your nerve endings work in there. I mean, Bobby probably does, but I don't know how. So let's say... Bobby apparently knows everything. So let's say that happens, and then B dies. Are you just going to, do you just say, okay, well, the B's dead, or do you do something like... Uh, antibiotic pre- sort of precaution like yeah. what do you do nothing I don't know what do I do I don't, I don't know, know I either do. I mean I think I call well I think I hop into discord and ask Dr. Tolbert and, and Dan Patrice what do I do I just inhaled a bee and he stung me inside my uh, uh, <laughs> inside my, my lungs my, spung- my spongy lungs my spongy lungs and Bobby Bobby says I'll be quiet no keep t- we like this keep keep it coming man yeah. anytime we say something scientifically ridiculous i like when bobby pipes exactly up. whatever great. whatever bobby had lined up for his segment it's, yeah. it's uh been replaced by lung education there you go now i do have a sound i would make if i um <laughs> if i ate it would you like to hear what okay. sound i would yes, make please yeah that's the sound i would make right there yeah i, um, I want to say that that somebody in my family and it might have been my uncle did swallow a bee or a yellow jacket or a wasp because I, I distinctly remember being at a picnic, really, yep. really young, probably like seven or eight years old, mm-hmm. and a bee flew into his soda can, Ugh. and he drank it. Ugh. And That's um, horrifying to me. And since then, or at least for a while after that, whenever he would pop the top on a soda can, he'd flip the little thumb popper over to the the hole to make it a smaller opening so that to hopefully keep bees from flying in there i mean they could still wedge their way in there but. sure no oh, bees love sugary drinks in the summer man they do yeah, yeah they'll go right into your can and you don't want that you don't want to be right in your can. <laughs> you don't want to be in your can yeah. <laughs> um there is a someone asked in the chat is there a, isn't there a childhood song about this yeah it's the old lady yeah. who swallowed a fly i wonder i don't know why she swallowed a fly i hope she'll die or i think she'll die or what maybe perhaps she'll die. perhaps she'll die i, don't, I hope yeah. she dies <laughs> I hope she dies. <laughs> I hope that old bag dies after eating that fly. She was a bitch. But the rest of them are like, uh, I knew a guy who ate a tree. Yeah. I don't know why well, he took no, the no, tree. No, no, no. She keeps swallowing bigger and bigger things, right? So she swallows something to eat the fly, and then she has to swallow something else to eat the the, the second thing. And then she oh. she keeps swallowing bigger and bigger things to to uh yeah spider she swallowed a spider to eat the fly and now it's insider spiders insider i don't know why it's insider she likes apple cider there's the song yeah yep nailed it i remember it perfectly (laughs) all right it's made for some great titles that we'll have to that we'll hear at the end of the show yeah we're gonna have to dig through these all right here's one from uh constable bishops I okay. love. I don't know who that is freaking love that name i am constable bishops come with me to whom it may concern I guess that's us. Uh, is Thera or Thera? Thera, uh huh. Potato. It's not spelled potato right. Potato <laughs> yeah, with a he, T. He spelled it like Dan Quayle. Okay, so yeah. is there a potato there, but spelled the wrong there? The possessive so, there. Possessive yes, there. Exactly. Uh, yes. Signed Constable Bishops. I don't know what to. <laughs> why did yes, I even pull this? The answer email? is yes. <laughs> Thank you, Constable Bishops. <laughs> is there a potato there? Oh, you want to ask for indica? Okay, next time you're at your bud, your your bud salesman, <laughs> indica, not the other stuff that hypers you up. Yes. Okay, bud. All right, uh, Armin, final one, Armin. Okay, all right. Played, I hope his last uh, name is Hammer. Yeah, <laughs> or Amarin Shimmerman from uh, freaking Star Trek, <laughs> Deep Space Nine. Yeah, that guy's great. Uh, yes. Hey guys, important question here from Germany. Oh. 
Germans. Would you rather eat a... Oh, man, it's one of these. I forgot I put this in here. Would you rather eat a rotting, nasty, severed big toe once and keep it down or be forced to put Danny DeVito's big toe in your mouth every day for 90 days? The world must know Amron or Armin. Uh, Is that Armin? I've never heard that name. It's Armin. Yeah. Yeah. Germany name. Uh, you know, here's the thing. Yeah. If we if we reward this person <laughs> by giving them an answer, they're just going to send more. By giving We're just going to get platform. more of these. Yeah, it's a good point. And, okay, Armin, don't take this as a as an opportunity to ask this all the time or anything. <laughs> but I think I would do the the rotting toe once. I don't. I don't want to yeah, put Danny. I would do the thing. rotting toe once. Yeah. Yes. I would keep yeah. it down. I'd push it through. But, you know. I don't. I don't want to. Do he doesn't say how long Danny DeVito's toe, the Danny DeVito, would have to be in our mouth <laughs> the Danny, uh, every day. The DeVito, DeVito, That's and like, good. would it be right after his shower? Like, even then, good lord. I know. I, it doesn't matter when. At this stage of his life, at this stage of my life, I don't want Danny DeVito's toe anywhere near my mouth. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's exactly. Just... At least maybe then it'll step on the bee. Thank yeah. you, everybody. There There's you a go. callback, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Because honestly, the eating, I could swallow an, a toe, severed toe. Rotting or not, I could I could have it go down and one get it sleep. down and just be done with the whole thing. Yeah, be finished with, with it in one yeah. fell swoop. But 90 days of, all right, Mr. DeVito. Give me your yes. big nasty club foot with freaking four hundred years of goo on it. Put that, put that Ugh. giant toe in my mouth. Oh, you didn't clip your nail this time. It snagged Ugh. my cheek. Like f off. It's like cut my tongue on your toe, your uh, ragged toenail. That's horrendous. So no, because basically you're saying you want to eat one nasty toe once, or do you want to eat? You want to basically eat ninety days worth of a nasty right. toe. Suck on a, a nasty, a live nasty toe for Ugh, ninety days. Gosh dang it! Yeah. I don't even care if Danny DeVito likes it, but he probably wouldn't. This is why. This is why I didn't want to reward Armin with this business. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe he does wash his toe. Maybe block, that's why. Like his email address, whatever. Maybe maybe uh, Rhea Perlman left him because his toes were bad. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I have no idea where this evening is coming from. That's the other thing, Armin. If you want to send in an email explaining where your mind got this, that'd be great. Hey, Latka. Latka. You got take taxi number 15 and pick up a thing. <laughs> hey, Rieger. Where's that fair you were supposed to bring me? <laughs> I'm the same person my entire life. I've never that changed. Might have to be, that might be my next. Uh, is that is that streaming anywhere? Is uh, do we taxi have the, is streaming? Uh, I think on Hulu. I believe. Let's see. Is it all the taxi streaming? Oh, I'm sorry. Prime Video looks like somewhere. Oh, okay, it's streaming somewhere, and it's worth it because that's still a very funny show. It's worth yeah. watching. Yeah. yeah, some early. Uh, Producers that would go on to do uh, all the Cheers stuff and all the uh, Frasier things and the Simpsons and a bunch of other people all came out of there. It's really good. That's right. Yeah. All right. We're going to uh, never read emails again and instead <laughs> do this. It's time for the news and it is brought to you by. Brought to you by Coverville. There was a brand new episode last week, and since we do and do a Thursday show, I couldn't tell you all about it. But I'm going to tell you about it now because, as it is a podcast, you are able to go back and listen to it. Uh, Paul McCartney turned 80 this last weekend, and so of course I did a, a big old Paul McCartney show focusing on his solo career as opposed to his time with the Beatles. So you hear covers of Paul McCartney songs by folks like. 
Tim and Neil Finn, Robin Zander and Rick Nielsen from uh, The Crowded House. Oh. I'm sorry, from Cheap Trick. Oh. Tim and Neil Finn from Crowded House. Oh. Cheap Trick's Robin Zander and Rick Nielsen. The band oh. Enough Zenough. And even Death Cab for Cutie. A rarity from Death Cab for Cutie. All that over there at Coverville.com. Go listen to it. Enjoy today. That sounds great. Uh, Paul McCartney. Fan, uh, did you got any covers of Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas? I have time. covers of it. I did not play covers of it on this uh, this episode. But, Good, because uh, it's the worst thing ever made. Yes, Good. it is. Yes. It's horrendous. There's no question about the truth of that. No, but there, there are good covers of it out there. Are there? Enough. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'd have to be. Bel- you know what? Christmas rolls around. I've, you surprise me. That's I all. will surprise you. I think I've played the one I like. It's it's by. Uh, it's an electronic version by like Foster the Giant or, it's one of those blank the blank bands like everybody seems to want to do now. Everyone blank loves the blank. the blank the blanks. Yeah. Cage the elephant, young the giant. Yeah. Chance the rapper. Yep. They're running out of names. Kind of like cars. Yeah. Cars are running out of names. I noticed the other Portugal day. The man. You're starting to see cars called like. The Wellington or whatever. Like they're giving them dumb names for cars because we're all out. We don't have any more names. No more cool right. names for cars. Right. No, they've run out. They've so run they're out. all stupid. Exactly. The Sorrento. What is that? A chili pepper? What is that? <laughs> Lame. All right. First story of the day. Yeah. I like big dogs. I cannot lie. <laughs> uh, lost giant dog rolls up to a dollar general store and then refuses to leave. <laughs> he had had enough. Why is he rolls up? Yeah, like, he rolls like, up. <laughs> it you know. seems like they didn't need to to add any other flourish to the headline for this. Yeah, giant dog doesn't need to roll anywhere, I guess. Lost dog in Florida decide to cope with the situation via retail therapy. Employees of the Dollar General, which weren't they controversial recently because stuff is now like two, three bucks, five bucks there. It's not well, really probably. a dollar. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, in Bradenton, called police this week reporting a giant dog that wouldn't leave. Florida dog. Florida dog. <laughs> uh, let's see. There's a now viral Facebook post that includes body cam footage of the canine lumbering around the store. He's 135 pounds. Uh, his name turned out to be Bentley. It's a great name. Bentley. Uh, yeah. Has entered the store on his own, spent a couple of hours browsing before it was closing time, and then the staff didn't want to simply turn the gentle giant out onto the street. He had a microchip. Officers were able to track down his owner. And the dog had apparently broken through the gate at home before uh, his attempted shopping spree. We didn't actually shop. He didn't buy anything. No. no. Come on, article. Just, he smelled food in there. He wandered around looking for uh, for food. Yeah. He realized he didn't have any pockets. Yep. So no money. And uh, and then, uh, you know, yeah. got chipped and returned. And then, you know, euthanized and uh, buried. No, 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 that happened. <laughs> oh, just kidding. Just kidding. Let's see, is this video That's here? Dollar General story goes too far, Dollar General. Oh, there is a video. Let's see if we can play this. I don't know if okay. it'll do justice on I mean, this or not. It's going to be a dog walking around. So a is a guy driving. Convenience store. Oh, it's the cops. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Body cam? Yeah, they're body cam footage. Body cam footage freaks me out because I always feel like I'm about to see something terrible go down. <laughs> We've been trained. We've been taught that, you know, that nothing good ever comes from body cam no. footage. No, and there's a reason, you know, you always hear about them refusing to give the body cam right. footage because investigators right. are like, we need to get footage. And they're like, no. And they're like, oh, well, I'm sure you have nothing to hide then if you're just outright saying no to your body cam footage, which only exists, <laughs> that camera on your gut or in your chest only exists to capture what you're doing. So if right, you refuse exactly. to give it to people, yes. why? Uh, that drives me crazy. Anyway, look at that giant dog. Oh, he's going to the office. 
Well, come out of there, buddy. Uh, yep. Yeah, there we go. Have you guys seemed... added up the till yet? <laughs> We're not leaving until you sweep the third aisle over there. Till things are, uh, yeah, till things are equal. I like that dog. He's cute. Yeah, I do like uh, St. Bernard's. You know what we have? We have a listener in the form of uh, H who knows all sorts of cop things. H, if you're listening, send me an email about body, body cam, cam footage, footage and why Why do do cops hate them? And if so, why? And also, why don't they want to turn them in sometimes? Is it just self-preservation? Is it just is that just the sure. natural thing to do and you got to make a warrant happen? Like, I don't know. I don't know enough about anything to know. Uh, all right. Suspect in a 5,000-acre Arizona wildfire says he was burning used toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is great. This is what we want. What a don't shitty you, thing to do. Don't, <laughs> don't you have a few going right now? You got some fires or something in Colorado? Oh, <laughs> like a few rolls of toilet paper? We do. We've got one in each bathroom. Uh, yeah, I think we don't. Do we have some wildfires going? I think we do because I remember smelling the smoke uh, a few days ago, which yeah, sucks. I feel right? like you it's said like, something uh, to me like, or maybe it wasn't you, but somebody was saying Colorado. So I'm like, this is not yet. Let's it's early. It. It's really early in the season. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. The Fire Weather uh, Avalanche Center um, is showing, yeah, let's see, small fires in the southwest. So normal, like, stuff. Normal stuff. Because usually uh, you always get something in the in this part of our world. But yeah, it's although the, it's no, the ones that are, like, filling your... current. The ones that fill your 49 active fires is oh, what it's saying. That's a lot. That is. That's one for every. But, but the one, but one of the ones I'm looking at here is, you know, one that got put out eons ago. So they're not good about keeping up their 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 data. I don't think there, there's a Wonderland Lake fire is still going on, but <laughs> no. no, apparently it's active. It's a one acre fire, 18 miles west northwest of Denver. Wow. All right. Okay. Updated two hours, 26 minutes ago. So. Uh, probably some yeah. and i don't know about them they're probably they're probably i know arizona well this one in arizona we're about to talk about definitely happened a 57 yeah. year old man arrested on suspicion of sparking a 5,000 acre forest fire in arizona Oof. told deputies he was burning used toilet paper saturday while living in a coconino in coconino national forest is that right coconino yeah coconino right. felt like one if i got it wrong it'd sound really bad I don't know why. <laughs> Coconino. Coconino. Uh, the pipeline fire was first reported shortly after 10 a.m. Sunday, roughly six miles off uh, north of Flagstaff, Arizona. I have friends in Flagstaff. <laughs> Hundreds of Cococino, Co- sorry, Coconino County residents were ordered <laughs> to evacuate as strong winds fanned the flames, according to emergency official- officials. Uh, anyway, the guy was, uh, was burning used toilet paper. He thought that'd be the way to do it. It's like, oh, I took a dump. Now, now I need to get rid of this here toilet paper. I guess I'll burn yeah. it. Imagine that getting out of hand, though. Oh, no. No, no, no. Ah! Ah! <laughs> I can't stomp on it. It's my poop. <laughs> <laughs> they don't say whether that held it's him like back, you, but it probably did. It's like you prank, uh, you know, the, the the door thing to himself. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Speaking of pranks and doors, oh my gosh, I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah. Oh, wow, what great timing, or what great uh, lead-in. We've had a weird spate of these in our neighborhood. Uh, not us, but others have had door cam footage of people coming to, up to their doors and doing stuff at like 1.30 in the morning. Jeez. And okay. one of them is this shotgun kick. I don't know if you've heard of this. 
no. but it's teenage idiots doing this. It sounds like something me and my friends may have attempted when we were 16. So, <laughs> I, I, you know, as much as I want to complain of these kids today, yeah, it sounds like something we would have done. But right. Anyway, they walk, they run up to the door, and they're doing this over in this place that's a 55 and older community thing. It's like an older folks thing. So they're all in like their average 60s, 70s uh, that live there. So old people, uh, middle of the night, 1.30 in the morning, you walk up, you go bing bong with the button, and then you turn around, and you horse kick the door as hard as you can. Oh, my God. Okay. So you know, Jeez. like kind of a reverse kick? It makes yeah, a, yeah, yeah. It makes a sound that sounds like somebody just shot a forty four caliber freaking rifle <sighs> or pistol. It's so loud and so gunshotty. And there's just a spade of these. So whatever, warmer weather, kids are idiots. That sort of stuff happens. But then my friend, Darren, that I was talking about earlier, who we want to swap dude for, um... <laughs> Darren's not a dude swapper. I just want to. I'm, I'm not trying to say that. <laughs> He's a real good guy. Anyway, For, not with. They have this footage of a guy out walking his dog at 2 a.m. He's walking his dog past his house. Goes past uh-huh. his house. I've seen this footage. It's all like done in night vision, so it's even weirder. He passes the house and then he backtracks, goes up to their porch, grabs the long cushion from their like lay down kind of furniture. That they have on the front porch, yeah. they have a big porch, yeah. And then the smaller, uh, one of the smaller seat cushions, just takes those and walks away. <laughs> then they're like, "Okay, well, that's weird." He seemed to have some kind of like expensive shoes, and he didn't look homeless or something. That's what we thought maybe it was going on. Right, right. He just needed somewhere to sleep or whatever. But then they found these cushions in the tunnel under over by the river that leads to the lake. Oh. They're, they were laying there. So he must have... So the current running theory is this dude who's just some average dude in the neighborhood got kicked out of the house by his wife. Oh, interesting. And then slept Slept, slept under there. the tunnel with his dog. That's the only theory we can come up with because we don't know what, wow. else, what else is the cause here. Yeah, I was thinking, like when you described it, I thought, oh, he was, he was uh, wanting to do something nice for the homeless and employed, <laughs> employed somebody else's cushions to do it. Yeah, yeah, basically. They got him back, though, so they're Good. pretty weirded out. But this is just a, I don't know, there's yeah. like an uptick in this stuff. I don't know if people are just restless. Maybe it's always like this. I don't like to make too much of it because I don't know. I really don't know. It's easy to look yeah. at it and go, oh, it's, it's worse than ever. Like, I don't know if it right, is. Exactly. It's the burgeoning homeless problem. Yeah, <sighs> and it may be. I don't know, but I, I doubt it. In this particular case, I think this guy, he would have had his, stu- his shoes stolen and sold by now because he had really nice uh, shoes on. Anyway. I think I would just if they've got that nice little setup on their porch, yeah, with the nice cushions, I would just sleep there. Just sleep and there and leave it before, like four. Yeah, exactly. Get up before uh, things things turn on for the day. Darren goes to CrossFit in the morning, but he doesn't leave it. You know, two o'clock in the morning, you'd have been fine, right? And what's he going to do? It's like, hey, get out of here. Okay, sorry, uh, kicked out of the house. Bye. Darren would scare me if I didn't know him because he's like ex Navy big guy does crossfit just a big monster he's a total teddy bear like the sweetest guy intimidating looking darren yeah you're saying yes he's very intimidating (laughs) if you don't know him once you know him he's the sweetest dude you've ever met like literally just like you want to hug him and you hang out he loves star wars he's just the nicest guy Uh, cool yeah but if you saw him and didn't know him you go ah we're gonna die today he looks scary jeez he may hear this i don't know (laughs) <laughs> uh all right here's a oh we got a big we got a big fish and a dildo story you ready great this sounds like the lead into a uh, joke right yep this uh, the start of a really weird episode of a fish walks Friends. into a fascination there you go 
Wait, what is that? Is that a thing? What's fascination? That's a that's a store. Uh, like I, I thought there was a national chain of like sex toys and stuff like that. Oh, I don't know. Maybe we have them. I don't know. Someone look that up. <laughs> we got one of those in Utah. Sure. Pretend you've never heard of it. I've never. I really have never heard of it. We have one what here is called this Brazzers. You keep mentioning. <laughs> I really didn't know what that was either. I do now. But I knew what a. Uh, or we have a place called the Blue Boutique. But I don't uh-huh. think that's national. I think that's just a local place. Yeah, and then we had that. one more called the French Connection, which is no longer there. That was there <laughs> in the 90s. Um, yeah. And it had nothing to do with car chases or, you know. Whistle Whistle 34 says, Brian only shops for sex toys at national chains. Well, yeah, because then I can take it back to any other store. I don't have to go specifically to that store. That's right. Duh. That's right. When he returns them all, because that's what he does. Right. Yeah, exactly. Get Every single them. thing I've I return. Yeah, get them. Use it for use them, and then take them in it. <laughs> yeah, we used to call that the seven day return at GameStop or um, uh, Software Etc. You could play buy a game, play it for seven days, take it back before the seven days are up. They give you a full <laughs> refund. That's right, exactly. Well, that's the same yes. deal. Well, all right. Big fish ate a dildo. This is what happened. An Indiana man's routine fishing trip with a friend turned into anything but ordinary after the pair learned what was inside of a catfish they had just reeled in—a big old adult toy. Uh, Richard Kezer, Kezer, Kezar, something like that, wanted to take his friend John Hoop. <laughs> last name is Hoop. That's great. Uh-huh. Uh, out on the Ohio River near Lawrenceburg so Hoop could catch his first big blue catfish, according to the local news channel. Hoop caught a catfish, making it the first catch of the day. Then Hoop and Kezar noticed that the fish had a larger than normal stomach, but it didn't think much of it. Because they often swallow other fish, turtles, other animals, that kind of thing. I've actually seen that. I opened a fish I caught once, and I had another fish in yeah. it, so I get it. <laughs> they kept fishing, catching a few more, and felt the fish, uh, or saying, felt the fish, and noticed that it was inside was too hard to be another fish or animal. It's just too hard, you know. <laughs> so once uh-huh. Kezer got home to his wife and three-year-old daughter, they cut that fish open. Then they immediately sent the daughter to bed. Get out of here, kid. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, we decided to cut it open, and we found a foam ball. Uh, part of a fish and the other object. The other object. Mm. The <laughs> fish was about did. this big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a manster cat. <laughs> uh, anyway, we decided to open up, and then there was the other thing inside a foam ball, part of another fish, and a phallic shaped sex toy. So, yeah, next time you're fishing. Uh, yeah. I mean, what problem? See, this is where things go raw for me. If I start yeah. to think about the story of how it got there, yes, that's yes. trouble. Because what this means is somebody tossed a freaking ding dong into into the lake when they did no, no longer had a use for it or whatever. That's weird, right? That fish said, "Ooh, a smaller fish." Go, <laughs> oh, that wasn't a fish. <laughs> well, nothing I can do now. Fish don't really throw up, so I'll just keep this in here. Oh. But now, why am I the most popular fish in the pond? Yeah, why does everybody want to be near me? Uh, yeah, did that guy eat the fish? Probably not, <laughs> doesn't right? doesn't say. He doesn't get into it. I don't think you can eat that fish. Look, I love catfish. Fried catfish is one of the greatest things man has ever done with nature. But I don't think I could eat a dildo fish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could do it. I mean, I'd like to say uh, I could, but I really don't think I could. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, it's time with Bill. It's time with Bobby. It's a good time for all. But to do that, we got to play a song. So, Brian, could you play a song? I, I could. I could, Scott. Uh-huh. I could, and I will. Okay. Uh, we're going to play a song by a band called Telenova. Um, I 
I feel like these guys are either New Zealand or Australian because they're they're touring all over Australia and New Zealand this summer to promote their brand new EP, which is called Stained Glass Love. This is uh, um, boy, this is a good description right here. Widescreen pop music, cinematic in scope and ambitious in design. Despite the sweeping sonics and muffled club beats offering escapism of the higher order, enchanting frontwoman Angeline Armstrong's lyrics are drenched in real-world pain. Private universes nestled within the sleek musical beds. Whoa, whoa. That's intense. I love, I love the writing of uh, press releases for bands. They're pretty great. Uh, Here's my here's my description. I like this, and I want to play it for you. Okay. Here's the song Haunted by Telenova.
When Sally Gasco and her mother bring guests home for a late snack after a movie, they have something special in the way of a sandwich in mind. Sally calls it tuna rare bit. Let's watch how she makes it. No wonder you guys never talk. The Morning Stream. No dicks here. One of the fish. Yeah, except the fish. Uh, hey, Brian, remind me who that was. Sure. It's it's only been three and a half minutes, Scott. That was uh, haunted by the band Telenova from their brand new EP, brand new, just came out, called Stained Glass Love. Go see them if you're in Australia or New Zealand. Yeah, that sounds all right. Yeah. Okay. We are now going to bring Bill in. Okay. All right, good. Because I have a question just for Bill. Yeah. While he's uh, punishing his props, he takes a moment out with us. And <laughs> like, a, like a catfish. Like a catfish. Punishing that prop, yo. Check it out. Your yeah. bat cave's open there, Bill. Hey, look who it is. It's Bill Duran, our old pal from the Pacific Northwest and the home of PunishedProps.com. He's a maker and he's a shaker, baby. <laughs> Bill, what's going on? How are you on this Tuesday? Doing fan. Uh, oh. I got a trip coming up here. Oh, do fact, you know? Uh, in the show next week. <laughs> oh, you will be gone. Oh, you were already actually last week. You went somewhere. You went to some con or something. I saw pictures. What'd you do? You went to like went a. To, we had a little convention here in uh, Washington Summer Con. I stopped by for say hi to some friends. Yeah. Dressed up as a Ghostbuster. Yeah, you nice. look like a proper Ghostbuster. I That's didn't. Right. I wasn't afraid of no ghosts when I saw you. <laughs> Did they say who are you going to? Who are you going to call, yeah, Bill? When you I, I got a lot of those actually. Oh, you did. Walk around in public dressed as a Ghostbuster. People yeah. will yell at at you. Yeah, of course. But you had your, did, uh, you, my, did you wear your fancy new uh, backpack you made? Yeah. yeah. I was going to say my Proton Pack has a button to, that just plays the Ghostbuster themes. <laughs> Ever anyone would say, "Who are you going to call?" I just hit that button and it started nice. playing the theme song. You have it's, to pay. It's, uh, it's you have to pay. What's his name? Any royalties for that? No, um, no, yeah, they no. give his name. What's his you, name, Brian? You and you don't say, hey, man, Bustin makes me feel good. Yeah, Bustin <laughs> makes me feel good. All right. Hey, uh, real quick. Uh, Brian has a question for you that we have to get out I of the do. way. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So uh, eagle-eyed viewers who are watching the stream might notice that next to my, my Captain America's shield, there is a vacant spot. Because oh. sometime over the weekend, the uh, one of the little arms holding up my, um, my 3D printed Mjolnir broke. And now my Mjolnir is in two pieces. No! <laughs> two-piece Mjolnir? No! A two-piece Mjolnir. Like, uh, it, it's just like what uh, what Hela did in... Uh, yeah. In, in oh, she's such a butthole. Okay, so what do uh-huh. you... She is. So, so, what do you, so you're like, how are you going to hook that back up? I guess that's the question. Like you, can see, you can see the 3D printed honeycomb pattern inside there. You can see the 3D printed honeycomb pattern inside there. My thinking, and here's I'm going to run by you is that I take um, a drill and I drill out the same size hole in both of these and I put a either a dowel or a some PVC pipe for as you know the thickness or the the depth as far as I can drill it to yeah, to connect yeah. these two and then use like a a gorilla glue or something like that to fill in because otherwise, just straight glue is not going to do this, right? Because that yeah, right, yeah. you lose it's it's lost. It's you know, yeah. even if I glue this thing, it's not going to be strong enough to keep this thing from yeah. falling. Back yeah, off. yeah, you definitely definitely want to add some sort of support. A PVC pipe is a great idea. A threaded rod, like a oh. steel rod, you could get at the mm-hmm. store that would work. And then I would just use like a five minute epoxy. Okay, I'm probably. 
He probably yeah. said, he said epoxy. Idea. I think he said epoxy, didn't he? Epoxy. Sorry, like a gorilla glue. There's that that glue that like that foams up when you uh, yeah. add water to it. That's a gorilla glue, right? Yeah. That seems that like stuff sticks to everything. It really does. Like it <laughs> I think actually that's what's holding the two halves of of Mjolnir together because yeah. this is a this is two pieces right here. Those gorilla people aren't they're not the same people that do the uh glass, right? That's a different thing. Gorilla glass, no, gorilla glue. They do have gorilla tape, which is like mm. the best duct tape. You can. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. I'm going to give mm. you some gorilla tape. Screw du- du- ducks can go quack their so- Oh, it's not ducked. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyway, hey, I'm, Bill. I'm, I'm lucky, like, with all my little arcade machines there, like my New Wave Toys arcade machines, I'm really fortunate that it didn't break something on the way down. Because this thing, this has some, this thing has some weight to it. Yeah. Like, this mm-hmm. is, uh, yeah. Maybe your other items were worthy and they could handle it. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Clearly, my IKEA wall panel was not worthy. Yeah. Uh, Clearly. <laughs> anyway. Well, uh, all right. So, Bill, you're going on this trip. Another Thanks, con Bill. or something? Or, or what, what do we got? No, I'm going to go see my family, and my oh. brothers have boys for kids. So there are five boys between the ages of four and eight, and we are going to do a creative project with them. So excited. Yeah, that sounds That's awesome. Cool. I love I love uncle-nephew business. It's great. Nothing nothing sure. like it. Uh, my mom. Oh. Uh, Sorry, you keep, you keep cutting out. I think you got that Wi-Fi yeah. thing from last week still. Oh, no, my, my modem is actually gonna go today <laughs> that's another step is replace replace your modem <laughs> yeah why not i think that's the cable that's the problem it must be uh, so, oh, so it's funny you showed your mjolnir you're gonna make with the kids is little oh. foam hammers for the boys to run around with nice i nice. figured it was a good idea foam hammer they're gonna hit each other in the head with what make so Make it out of foam. They can't hurt each other too much. That's a good idea. We just bought Van. Went to went to. Uh, I guess we got it on Amazon, but they have a whole package of foam swords you can just buy for like ten bucks. Oh, nice. There's yeah. like fifteen swords in there. That dude's in heaven right now. He's just oh, like, awesome. swinging yeah. at everything. Probably too much. You know, we've we've put a little bloodlust in him. I guess I don't know what's going on, but <laughs> but no, this is great. So uh, yeah, I assume all 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 of your foam smithing will come to bear here a little bit. Definitely. A little different kids. They're between the ages of four and eight. So lots of adult supervision, no power tools, no toxic glue, probably yeah. no hot unless an adult is in charge of that. Yeah. No sharp knives and something that we can f- uh, finish in a amount of time. Yeah. And you're there, I'm, you're just there for the weekends at the plan or the, something like that? Oh, uh, we'll be there for a few days. All right. That's nice. Uh, That's great. So Uncle, building, old Uncle Bill with his cool skills and uh, b- b- making his foam shit is awesome. What right, a, gra- right. what a rad thing for those kids. That's great. Yeah, I hope that's the that's what they get out of it. Um, so I'm building these kits. These I'm going to make pre-make them with uh, double-sided it, it, uh, tape on it, so they don't have to glue it. They can just peel the tape off together, and then we'll let them paint it. Mm. They can just. Go nuts. They can paint it however they want. And that's the best part. They can personalize it. That doesn't have to look anything like the real Mjolnir. They can just have fun with it. And then each one of them has their own thing. And it which is important. And it and I thought about making each one of them a event. But oh. that would be the favorite and they would all fight over it. Yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> that's the other that's the hard thing with kids is they all have their own uh well they're gonna just say no no fair. 
he got yeah, whatever. Right, so, right. yeah. so you got to try to I mean, figure out. It's it's like video game balance. You got to figure out how to get, give this kid the sword <laughs> and this kid the hammer, and somehow hammer and sword kid are both happy with what they got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And I'm hoping they, that if they want something of, uh, fancy about their hammer, they can just do that. They yeah. can paint it themselves. There you go. I also have a bunch of like self adhesive foam and like glitter and stuff that they can use to fancy it up all they want. Nice. Yeah, I'm well, excited. You're now the cool uncle, for sure. I hope so. That's, that's what I'm going for. Yeah, you should document some of this so you can show people off what uh, what cool stuff you made. That'd be uh-huh. cool. Inspire a new generation, Bill. That's your goal. That's what we're going That's what we're going All right, very nice. Uh, well, nice. I, I can't wait to see back how all that stuff goes. In the meantime, do you have uh, a bonus link that you'd like I to get? I do. Us? Yes. So, video from Peter Strip S-T-R-I-P, is his link. If you look him up on YouTube, he decided to go get a Buzz Lightyear toy. Why? Yeah. Hold on. Where is it? Here we go. Here's, uh, oh, this is great. Oh, yeah. my God. I love the fact that he's got a little video attached or a little camera oh, attached yeah. to this thing. Wait. Wow. So, flies it? Holy oh cow. Is that the right way to open a bo- a toy box? <laughs> <laughs> he's like using a blowtorch to sure. uh, open it. A- <laughs> Makes more and more fun video, Brian. You got to, you know, oh, gotta yeah. Go nuts. oh, yeah. Let's see yep. where I find that. Oh, that's uh, great. Yeah, they had to uh, adjust his wings. His little wings were a problem, and then they had to add a little bit of propulsion. Uh, I'll let you watch the video to see what they use. Yeah, I'm guessing, I guess a little propulsion, propulsion like is... Like uh, SD's rockets or whatever these yeah. things are. Oh, no, these are fireworks. Oh, God. No, this is great. Oh, he's falling over. This right. guy, you know... Blowtorch for everything. This guy is going to... These are going to be evidence at some point. This, <laughs> this guy... Like he's making content pretty soon. He's going to be uh, responsible for setting forest fires with his burned up Buzz Lightyear. Can you imagine uh, the nine thousand uh, acre fire was started by <laughs> a toy from Toy Story? Exactly. Yes. Uh, and they'll question Bill as an accessory to it to to murder. No, that's not true. <laughs> anyway, that looks awesome. Go check it out. It is Peter Syrup Sripple S R I P O L. And uh, his that's a that video's got a lot of views. So go oh my gosh, out. look at his his workshop is like. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a chaos monster. This guy he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like this guy is mayhem in a YouTube channel. Yeah, I kind of like is. it. Oh, I like yeah. I like the energy I'm getting off this dude. It's pretty yes. great. Uh, Bill, have a wonderful week. I guess we won't see you next week. You should be doing this good work for the next generation of makers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But we're gonna miss you. I, I wish you nothing but safe travels, and we'll talk to you soon. Well, thanks. Bye now. Oh, his internet's bad. I know. So rough. You had to really, like, it was all context, yep. right? Like, <laughs> yep. We had to intuit it. It's like listening to my my brother Matt speak English. It's You just need to intuit a bunch of it. You just have to. You gotta look at the words before and after to, to figure out what. Uh... Yeah, it's the only way. All right. Uh, well done. Hey, how about this? How about. Uh, how about it? How about a. How about a Bobby? <laughs> That's pretty good. I should go find those clips. Get, and, go and, find us uh, to see if uh, Veronica will record a new one saying, how about a Bobby? I'll bet we could get her to. Her and I, I haven't talked could. in a while. Yeah. It's time. It's time for some friendship dues. Yes. All right. It's, I'm going to play this, though. Science. It is science. And Bobby's here to, to talk about some of that science. Uh, it's Bobby Frankenberger all the way from the beautiful American South. Joins us each Tuesday. And we talk about some science of one sort or another. Hello, Bobby. Welcome back. Thank you. It is a be- it is beautiful in the American. It is. South. I love it down there. Mm-hmm. Except, well, you have great food. 
All right. Yeah. I'll give you that. Uh, you got your, um, you got these mater bugs, I call them. It's not the right word. But mater when you're bugs. In the are spring. They, do they, are they on tomato plants? No. They, are they, they, they featured in the film Cars? No, they, they're <laughs> they're mating in the air while they fly. Oh, those flying ant things. Oh, we, yeah. we call them hair bugs. Yeah. Oh, well, I Hair call bugs? them I call them a mouthful of protein cuz when I was down there and on a bike <laughs> or something, if you if you didn't if you forgot to close your mouth, you would get six or seven of these bugs in mid-coitus and you just eat mm-hmm. them and there was no way around it. It was awful. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And they're slow moving, so it's not like they're zipping too fast or whatever. They're just like floating and they and they just right. they're fast on their own, but when they're mating, they're just hovering. And it's nasty. Yeah, Pops and Recline says that's the other thing is love bugs. People people all over call them love bugs, but um, yeah, we call them hair bugs here. Why why hair bugs? Because they get in your hair. They get in your hair. hair. No, yeah. well, only the people with long hair not do that. Mine. Yeah, not Brian. <laughs> Brian gets uh, gets bird poop. That's what he gets. Yes, yeah, that's what I get. Yes. Well, Bobby, it's good to have you back. What are we uh, yeah. What are we talking about today? What's going on? Well, before we get to what I'm going to talk about, <laughs> I wanted to tell everybody that I've been. Remember, I told you I was going to start streaming. Oh yeah, some video game. games. Yeah, and I started doing what I said I was going to do. I'm streaming RimWorld. Oh, RimWorld, right? I saw yeah. your post last night. I meant to pop in and see yeah. how it went. How uh, that's a that's a game I can't get my head around. Uh, it's maybe. it's got a, a steep learning curve. Yeah. Um. So I I looked up a bunch of. Uh, guides to get started and once you get started it's it's not too bad but we made a a world with a bunch of uh characters of people from the frog pants network people uh with like eight, 18 different people all over the world and you 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 set it up and and you start with three and then you'll slowly encounter and find other people and ho- hopefully have them join your colony and it's been fun so far we've got we started off with just me and the two of you were landed uh-huh. on this island or nice. this planet and yeah. we were we were trying to make things work building things and Brian you started the drama first actually because of course yeah that sounds about right you, you're an o- early riser you don't sleep as much as the other people and that's um, actually accurate you're my... I tried to accurately make these people <laughs> best <laughs> of my ability and there's a trait called um uh I can't remember what it's called, but basically it makes it so that you don't need as much sleep. Okay. Um, but you would get up. We were a one-room place. You'd get up, and you'd start uh, turning rocks into bricks in the middle of the room where we were all sleeping, and that caused some drama because um, we weren't too happy about that. <laughs> right, about the noise. Um, sure. I get yeah. it. But anyway, we got a, we got a bunch of stuff. We we found Tom Merritt. Bo Schwartz joined us. Oh, wow. Um, a- Amy Frost. Amy Frost is funny because she tried to attack our colony first oh geez and um we had to stop her and try not to kill her and then convert her <laughs> so you should have done she, it she, we, we did she's she's a happy member of our our group now but anyway okay. um it's twitch.tv slash bobby franks if you want to ever see me doing that it's been fun good i'm gonna come watch uh when you stream that game because i want to understand it more yeah. i feel like it's this crazy overwhelmingly positive review since it came out everybody raves yeah. about it and i just <clears throat> i get i have it but i launch it and i just go i don't know what i'm doing I it's get overwhelming at first you have yeah. to set up it's it's one of these types of games where there's a lot of like planning and setup before you can because it's all simulation right you don't sure. directly control anything yeah 
So isn't it basically dwarf, it's dwarf fortress, but like a modern, more modern. Take it's on it's that. like a yeah, it's a more modern version of dwarf fortress. It, the graphics aren't that much better, I guess. It's but uh, but they are better, and and it's that is it's, the one uh, thing that throws me is it's so damned ugly. Uh, I wish it's somebody... more cartoony. So so Rimworld is more cartoony than than Dwarf Fortress was. Yeah. Um, because that game was like. It was like ASCII art when it first came out, right? Oh, yeah. It was, like, it was very, very old, very ugly. Um, and, and I don't know, RimWorld's, while an improvement, is still pretty freaking ugly. However, yeah, just why couldn't they just tiny. skin this thing, man? It's like meeples. You got little meeples running around. And yeah. they, I wish they could skin it Sims like a modern game yeah. or something, but whatever. Well, there are a lot of... I mean, it's a, if you get on Steam, there's a lot of... I think that might be the only place you can get it. There's a lot of mods for it, right, in the Steam Workshop. But. That's true. Somebody's probably done an overhaul graphic mod or something. I always like yeah. those. Well, all right. Now you're now you're making me tempted tempted to try it again. Thank the well done. Well done. You just Bobby. have to look up a guide. That's all I did. It taught, taught you how to get started. But all right. I'm not here to just talk about that. I just wanted to let people know that I was doing it. I, I don't have a regular schedule, so just follow twitch.tv slash Bobby Franks and you'll I'll let you know when I'm going on. All right. Um <laughs> but uh <laughs> I've got kids and a, and a life and, and stuff. <laughs> sure. Um I'm not trying to make a living out of this. Um. Anyway, we're, I wanted to talk about traffic. <laughs> oh, sweet okay. traffic and uh, weather on the nines uh, with Bobby science Franks. Tra- traffic science. Yeah, well, let's do yeah. It. There is a lot, surprisingly, of traffic science because, which makes sense if you think about it, because um, traffic and the flow of traffic is sort of like, sort of like the lifeblood of a city, right? Sure. The city lives and dies on how well it can traffic can flow through it. Um, and if it, if a, if traffic can't flow smoothly through a city, it's hard for it to grow. And if it's going to grow and get more and more people, then it needs to be able to move people through it very easily. So um, there's all, ever since the 30s, when really when when cars started to be really really common, people have been studying traffic. Um, and so I was doing some research on this because I'm going to talk about it on one of the episodes I record tonight with Mora for the podcast. And as I was researching it all, I thought it'd be fun to talk about some of this. And in particular, I wanted to talk about something called phantom traffic jams. Oh, no. No. Is it when an old lady uh, rubbernecks because there's a wreck and, oh, no, now everything's slow? That, that, so there's it's, a uh, lot to it. It's an old radio show. Ah, my, my <laughs> Morris Minor just stopped four other cars. Ah. <laughs> Welcome to This Week on Phantom Traffic Jam. There you go. <laughs> wow. That was um, something. Yeah. <laughs> so the, basically, have you ever been on the interstate driving and – and everything seems to stop, and then you're you're slowed or stopped for a while, and then it starts up again, and you never saw anything. Oh yeah, all right. the time. Yes. I yes. hate that. Nothing. It's there seemed to be nothing there. That is a right. phantom traffic jammer. They call them phantom bottlenecks as well. Mm-hmm. And did you ever think that you knew? Like I used to think there must have been an accident that I'm just I've just missed. Oh yeah, right? no, like, I was always sure there was just or maybe they just cleaned it up right as I got to the end of it or something like yeah. that. Well, yeah. Well, I saw a video like uh for a while there was this viral video going around talking about uh, if you follow somebody too close and mm-hmm. then they like, you know, tap on their brakes and their brake lights come on, you stop you probably stop more and cause this new slowdown and then all of right. a sudden it just has this ripple effect on creating this this you know this place where everybody stops for absolutely no reason whatsoever. Right, right. You've is kind that, of nailed phantom? what happens okay. with these 
phantom traffic jam. So in general, what you're describing is is right. Um, when someone, especially on a high speed road like mm-hmm. the interstate, like highway or, free, yeah. or freeway, sure. you know, um, when you're following close behind someone, if if you press on the brakes, then the person behind you has to press on the brakes a little bit more because right. of the because of the 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 reaction time delay right sure, so they sure. they they're gonna if they were to press the brakes at exactly the same time as you they could theoretically press it for exactly the same amount of time as you did because then you'll both stop but they don't so they have to slow down more quickly and press it harder which then causes the people behind them to have to do it even harder than them and so on and so forth and it causes a, a ripple like you said but they call it a shock wave down mm-hmm. the line of traffic and if the if there's enough if there are enough vehicles on the road and they're following close enough to each other which if you have a lot of vehicles on the road face it they're all going to be pretty close yeah. to each other yeah uh, then then you that that shockwave can go far enough back to where it stops traffic and then and then the reverse will eventually happen once that first car accelerates again then the next car behind it the shockwave goes in reverse and there's an acceleration shockwave right Mm -hmm. and so that's why you have this experience where you seem to be slowed a lot or even stopped and then nothing was there and it's just because some some idiot (laughs) was it it probably isn't the person who stopped act or slowed down actually it's likely the person who is following too too close close. Yeah, yeah absolutely the um yeah, for a while I was, uh, and I still try to be conscious conscious of it. That you're the ideal way to keep this from happening is to not necessarily don't follow too close. Obviously, don't don't tailgate, but to maintain equal distance between the car in front of you and the car behind you. So yeah. if they come up, you come up a little bit more. And but I don't know if that's really true. So I'm I'm hoping so, that you explain that because so yeah. so when that viral sort of video that you were talking explanation yeah. that was going around it's a good way to say it, a viral explanation because there were a lot of people mm-hmm. making videos and stuff about this yeah. a, a little while back uh, that was based on some research that was done modeling traffic and computers and and ai algorithms and everything and they did find you're right that if if in the algorithm you programmed in where all the traffic just tried to keep equal distant equal distance between the car in front of them and the car behind them then mm-hmm then that minimized the effects of of this uh, of these shockwaves. And it makes sense because if the car in front of you is far enough beh- in front of you, then when it presses on its brake, you have time to react. You don't have to press on the brake as much. Or maybe you right. don't have to press on the brake at all. Right? Right. right. Um, because because you, you have time to react. But um, if you're too close and it's not, so th- they did find that, and that's how they programmed it: was keeping equal distance in front of you and behind you. It's very hard to do that with other people on the road, but if everyone were to change their behavior and the way that they think about things, and just try to keep, you know, a certain amount of distance between you and the car in front of you, if everyone's doing that, then naturally it would mean that the cars behind you would be a good distance away as well, right? Presumably, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. yeah. So so that's the best way to avoid that situation you're right but it's it's also bottlenecks in general are just caused by um 
by this th- human error <laughs> and and slowing down whatever situation happens on the road that causes slowed traffic. You know how when you're on the the interstate and one car in in one of the lanes is going really slow. Yeah. Right? Yeah. My that favorite. can also cause a problem. You might think, well, why do, everybody could just go around that person, but but it effectively turns a it effectively reduces the number of lanes by one having one person there mm-hmm. because if everybody's moving, if one if one lane of traffic is slower, then you can think about like if everybody's trying to move past it, that's you can almost think about that slow lane as not being an an effective driving lane, right? Because people are trying to move through move faster than that, right? Right. And so what ends up happening is someone gets close behind that person. Everybody does it, right? You 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 don't want to change lanes. <laughs> so you do end up following too close behind that person because in your head you're thinking they'll see me. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> they'll yeah. see me get really close and they'll get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll chase them out of my lane. Yeah, right, right. exactly. <laughs> but that doesn't happen. So you get behind the person and then you and then you want to go around them. Or even if the person does get out of the way, it still causes a lane change and lane changing causes people to press on brakes hmm. and pressing on the brakes causes this shockwave right yeah. this is why we need automated cars sooner than later yeah yeah you that know? is absolutely i think one of the benefits that will happen from self-driving cars is that they'll be able to but everybody's got to do it right right i mean exactly. there have to be a lot of self-driving cars for that time because that's another thing in the research i was doing is that you would think that self-driving cars will end up reducing traffic congestion, right? Because even in cities, self-driving cars will find like the most optimum path, and it might not be the shortest path, right? But it'll be the fastest one. Yeah. It'll reduce overall congestion. But they actually found that if only part of the cars on the road are auto- autonomous driving cars, autonomous vehicles, it actually, for the short term, until enough, until you reach a certain threshold it increases traffic congestion mm-hmm. and it's because both the drivers on the road and the algorithms in the in the the ai of the cars all are trying to compensate for each other so so as an ai programmer you have to put into the code some sort of a an understanding that some of the people on the road are not going to be automated drivers right so you have to so it'll it'll drive slower and more carefully than it could if everything on the road was autonomous, right? Right. Right. So that ends up slowing things down and mm. traffic is so complicated. This could be weird as <laughs> I'm going to think about this when I'm on the road next. I'm just, you're you're I don't know if this is good or bad, but next time I hit any kind of snag of traffic, this is all I'm going to think about is mm-hmm. the science of yeah. it because it's going to drive me nuts because I'm going to know yeah. that we are all falling to these moments of like what we think is, oh, must be a wreck in front of us or oh, that lady moved too quick or I hit the brakes because that guy's blinker's been on for too long or whatever, like all these little mm-hmm. things. Right. And I'm going to know yeah. that we're all contributing to this slowdown because we're stupid and it's going to bug the <laughs> crap out of me. The worst part is that when you start to think about this and you realize that, you'll realize that you are still always and still part of the problem. You can't not be part of the problem unless everybody changes their behavior, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because we're all just part of this one collective like fluid of traffic. 
Um, and so your change, your individual change is, is, is very small and doesn't make a lot of a difference because you're just, you're just one tiny speck of a car. <laughs> yeah. You're a tiny, you're a, you're a, you're an atom in the overall, you're, what are you? You're one organ in a big complicated body. How about that? <laughs> there you yeah. go. Yeah. 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 That's not bad. Yeah. You're one little tiny uh, meep, meeple looking guy in your game of, <laughs> of uh, your, the thing you're playing. <laughs> His name I yeah. just forgot for some reason. Rim, rim world. Rim world. Yeah. You're one rim. You're one rim in a world. How about that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Interesting. So uh, well, I, I don't know if you've said this, but what inspired this topic? Like what, what, what were, what were you, you thinking about? Were you in the car? Like <laughs> did this happen to yeah. you? Yeah. Spending a lot of time driving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the summertime. We got to visit family and I'm always thinking about, it might surprise you to know that I'm always thinking about science. Um, so, uh, so when I'm driving, I do think about this a lot. I've actually wanted to do a thing on the show about traffic for a long time, but it's kind of hard to do a feature on traffic without just listing like, Here's a bunch of cool science facts about traffic. And I like things to be a little bit more cohesive when we do it. But tonight we're doing like recording a double episode because of scheduling stuff. So we're recording two episodes in one night. So one of them is just going to be me talking about because I don't have time to prepare two whole things in mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. That you, you don't care how I plan the things. <laughs> what, <laughs> what, um, what you care about is that it won't be this Monday, but. The next Monday will be the episode that comes out uh, with talking about traffic. We're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna talk about more than just this, uh, these phantom traffic jams too. What causes traffic inside a city as well? Things that things that like the length of city blocks and yeah. the timing of green lights and and uh, all sorts of things. How to improve traffic? Uh, what's what people are doing to huh. to try to figure that out and and. Um, you always got to throw in traffic stats. Stats are, we love stats on science shows. <laughs> so, wow. To that. Wow. Yeah. All right. Cool. Fantastic. Uh, you want more? <laughs> All around science, baby. I like yeah, this kind of stuff. W- it doesn't always have to be about, you know, like you do a lot of really important coverage. Like, well, we talk about climate change. What does it mean? Or we're talking about COVID. Yeah. What does it mean? But this is like, hey, also, here's an everyday thing you don't think that much about. Why not understand it better next time you're out there on the road? Yeah, that's what we like to do because on our podcast, All Around Science, uh, you we just we just love science in general. And so sometimes we just get geeky about sciencey stuff, right? Before I go, I did need to make sure I announced that we just yesterday launched uh, our Patreon. Um, I think I feel weird promoting something like that on someone else's social so i'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about it um if you like our show already you'll hear about it but i wanted to let everybody know that they can find that and but in conjunction with that we launched um a discord community server so um you can find that nice also go go do that everybody because bobby's there for you He's your Frank. Exactly. And, he's your Frank and your burger. Okay. You'll you'll have a cool show to listen to while you're in traffic and understand why you're in traffic. Yeah, it's and perfect. then you'll feel exactly. less less inclined toward road rage, perhaps. You know. No, you. It'll make you angrier. Um, <laughs> I will, right? Because you're like, it's that person right there. <laughs> yeah. You all like everyone thinks my wife is all sweet and nice and kind, and she is. But you put yeah. her behind a wheel, and somebody does something dumb in the lane next to her, you will see a different human being. <laughs> And yeah. I don't think I want her to hear this because it'll just make her matter. The other day, Double Bird 
Had her elbows on the wheel. Really? Double bird the other guy. F you, buddy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I love that she still steers with her elbows, like, just to give somebody the finger. It's not like, uh, nope, one finger hand on ten and two. Or, yeah, you know, yeah. She is not one to be messed with on the road. She's, <sighs> she's, she's not proud of it, but she gets really pissed at other drivers. put that on TikTok, Scott. I know. I really should. Why am I not? Why am I not? I'm sitting right next to her. I'm not driving. I may as well film it. That's what I'm going to yep. do. All right, Bobby, uh, always a pleasure. Uh, All Around Science, everybody go find it. We will see you soon. Like next week, probably. Bye now. Yeah. See ya. (laughs) Thank you, he says. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. All right, uh, let's get to the the dregs of the show, but not the dregs in a bad way, not in a negative way. Oh, gosh, I know. That sounds such a negative tone. Yeah, it has a pejorative tone to it, but it doesn't, because this is where we play a mashup. This is called TMS Mashup Doja, Doja Cat. SPT. This is an SPT, uh, which is or Dojo Scott Cat. Scott pronounces things. Is that Scott pronounces is? things. You're right, which yeah, explains cool. the Dojo Cat. Dojo Cat. Um, by the way, I really like her duet with uh, uh, Post Malone on his new album. Mm. It's it, this is a, this is so ironic. Like Post Malone, his songs are you know kind of all over the place, but it's not really yeah. kid friendly most right. of the time. Right. And Doja Cat for sure. Her music is absolutely not kid friendly. Right. But those two get together and they made the most wholesome song on any of his albums. It's the sweetest song about just having a friend really? who's who's a girl, but it doesn't have to be more than that. Just a friend I like to shop oh. with and hang out with. And it's this silly little I don't know how to explain it. It's really <laughs> I don't odd. know that song, so I'm gonna have to go listen to it. You're gonna have to check it out. It's a pretty good uh, the whole album's pretty good, but anyway, here we go. Here is that mashup from TMS Mashup's own Jamie. Enjoy. Just an early get you wet kind of. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Wet your whistle. <laughs> I'm wet. Thank okay. you. B- bum, pro, po- uh, bum plug. <laughs> <laughs> so we all know about this Gislaine Maxwell. Uh, Gislaine Maxwell. Is I don't it think it's not Gislaine. G- I don't think. No, but Gislaine is great. It's I think we should good. start calling her Gislaine. Yeah, I think Gislaine might be the appropriate deal. <laughs> and qui- Chris, quiz. Chris Quist. Walla Cockatiss. Walla Cockatiss. Uh, not an extra K in there. Wallacatis. Walla Cockatiss. Walla Cockatiss. Uh, damn it. Hey, I'm me doing it. <laughs> Walla Cottis. Kardashian made the promise that we fully believe she'll keep. The brunette broody, broody, booty, beauty. <laughs> all, all of which are correct. Yeah, all I of guess those. every one of those variations. The broody, works. booty, beauty. <laughs> the four hunters have been identified as Sandeep Turkham. Pawa Mangesh, Janatar, Janahar, Jandatar, Kamatar, Tkar, and Ashley. Yeah, we're doxing them. We're, we're giving out their names here on GMS. That's fine. If we can pronounce them. Yeah, if I, it's not even a good doxing. I can't say these yeah. names right. Here's another word I've never known how to pronounce: anus or anise or anus. anus. Whatever. You're saying anus. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you boil your peanuts with licorice flavor. So you're saying yeah. boil your penis in an anus. Is that what I heard? That's exactly both what holes. I said. Great. Both holes. Ch- Chanita Kudrum, I'm going to say. Sure. Shot Boochini Mooston. Oh, let's go Boon Chewy. Boon Chewy Mooston. Okay, it's, yours is better. Way I better. like Boon Chewy. Boon Chewy. <laughs> Boon Chewy. That's like a, a buffed <laughs> Chewy. The case was taken to the Indian pe- penal, penal Court. Sorry, not penal. It's penal. Come on. Yeah. Perfect look, opportunity. Look, when I'm... S- penal Court. When I, when I just spent the last two minutes trying to pronounce a bunch of Indian names, uh, nothing else looks right now. It's all wrong. This is good. Yeah. This is good. Yeah, just don't keep going to like 
new ones like Dojo Cat and some of these guys. It's all vaginas all the time. That's all it but is. My, but Dojo my, Cat. Yeah. It ended up. It ended up being a few minutes. Of was it Doja extreme... Cat? Sorry, Doja Cat. Doja. Yeah. I had. A, I had a few she, minutes. Of... She's teaching uh, karate to Johnny yeah, Lawrence. Fe- feline. Uh, feline kitty karate. I'm very excited about. I can't. So I, I can't figure out what I enjoy more: our old age or our whiteness. <laughs> I can't figure out. Yeah, a little film sack. Dunaway's quips, uh, probably the best things on film sack. They're, they're really yes, hard to reproduce. Sure. Yeah. He's very good at it. Anyway, there you go. Thanks, Jamie. That was awesome as always. And uh, that's it. I want to remind people, Tuesdays are for Play Retro. It's for old games. Tonight we're talking about the Dreamcast, the Sega that could have been had things been a little different for them in terms of competition. Uh, so we're going to talk about that launch, the best games on that thing, and what the world looks like without a Dreamcast today. Why Sony, uh, willing it destroyed Sega's dreams. Okay, that's what happened. The PlayStation 2 destroyed them. Anyway, uh, that's tonight. Uh, Play Retro. Uh, we're going to be doing that at 3.30 Mountain Time right here at frogpants.tv or on the podcast, whichever way you prefer to get it. Uh, Brian, you got anything going on today you want to mention? No, this is going to be, um, this week is, is easy for me as far as podcasting. No, no recording stuff, no, uh, streams, anything like that. I am, uh, writing, training, you know, yep. Hey, uh, if you have not contributed yet and you're like, Oh yeah, I still need to contribute. Uh, plenty of time still just go to tiny.cc slash bike coverville. 2022. That's uh, tiny.cc slash all lowercase bike coverville 2022. Yep. You're going to help make him sweat, baby. I'm to make you sweat. Or lose control. Something in your booty. I don't know how it goes. I don't either. But, uh, I made it up. Uh, anyway, so yeah, do that. That would be a really good cause. Uh, help fight MS with your good yep. riding bike riding pal, Brian Ibbett. That's right. Um, be, be thinking of you as I ride and as I. That's right. Go across this Someone crazy, needs to think crazy of you. state of ours. Uh, we need to give a couple of mentions to some patrons real quick. Patreon.com slash TMS is how this show is funded. It's funded by you, the listener. And Sean, Michael, Eric, and Dan Wykazorik. Wykazorik. Perfect. I don't think that's right, but... Um, Dan, <laughs> I'm sorry. Wizarek is how I would pronounce Wizarek? it. It's got that Wizarek, C in Wizarek. there. Wizarek. Yeah, it's got. I think it's Polish is probably origin. Yeah, with a CZ, uh, Polish or Hungarian or Austrian. Yeah. I love. I love that the guy with the hardest name, last name to say, has the first name Dan. You know, Dan. Dan. Sure. How do you say your name, Dan? What's your last Dan. name? Oh, you really don't want to know. You don't stick know. to Dan. <laughs> anyway, you guys are awesome, and if you want to be awesome like Dan, Michael, and Sean, you can uh, sign up today. So head on over to Patreon.com/slash/TMS and hop in before the month ends, so you can get this month's benefits. Uh, frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. If you're trying to contact us, the morning stream at gmail.com will get you there. And uh, that'll do it for today. Brian, uh, song time, yeah? We do a song. Yeah. This one's going out to uh, Joshua, Joshua Hilton, who says, Dear Sock and Boot, Ooh. this year marks the end of my 39th trip around this big ball of burning gas we call the sun and the start of my 40th. My birthday falls on a Sunday again this year. Therefore, I leave the decision of whether to play this on Friday or Monday to the cover master. I would like to request the rock cover of a good country song. Originally recorded by Mark Wills, I would like to request What Hurts the Most by State of Mind. Uh, Every day, do you? There you go. 
Just sneaking that in. Perfect. Not well done. Well snuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Joshua. Happy birthday, Joshua. And um, yeah, what you left out is that uh, not big and rich. There was another another popular country duo that recorded it. Um, shoot, and I don't have it in front of me. So let's just say, okay, yeah, Mark Wills, because he was the first person to record it. He was the writer of the track, I believe. Uh, but this is a great version, a great rock version, a cool simmering metal uh, take on what hurts the most. This is by State of Mind from their uh, from a single of the same name they released in 2018. Here is What Hurts the Most. All right, that'll do it. We'll be back tomorrow with the Wednesday edition of the show. It feels weird not having a Monday because of the holiday, but uh, it does. Uh, yeah. whatever. It is what it is. Uh, it is but we'll be here. Is. We got all the stuff we plan on Wednesday, so come on back then. We'll see you then. <laughs> That's what I was trying to do.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Great strength. Piss-ass balance. Yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.